Well, it's Texas Homegrown Music Time, and I'm so excited about today's show because I've got Remy May with me, and she is such a doll. I can't wait to introduce her music to you. You're going to be blown away that this 21-year-old can put out music like this already. She's teamed up with some incredible Texas artists, and I just can't wait to get to this interview. So I'm going to do it very quickly, but before I do, I'm going to do a song off one of my older records called So Far Down, a song I wrote many years ago after a bad breakup. So you know it had to be uh, at least 32 years ago, (laughs) and actually it was um, right after I met my husband, uh, George, but I have was in a different relationship and I wrote this song about it. So if any of you have ever been in a bad relationship and you look back at it, this is the song for you. And we'll be right back on Texas Homegrown Music right here with me.
All right, here we are back on Texas Homegrown Music with my guest, Remy May. Welcome to the show, Remy. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. You know, um, I got to say, I love the name, and there's a, le- there's a personal reason why I like the name so much. I have a granddaughter named Remy, and um, spelled the same as you, which is an, a- another unusual wow. thing, R-E-M-I. And of course, my name is, is May Lee, and May and Lee are actually two names that we put together when I was little. So I could oh, easily I be your relative. <laughs> I wish I was. Absolutely. <laughs> as you know, talented as you are, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab you in as a chosen family member. <laughs> so um, let's just uh, lots of reasons why I have you on today. Most of all, because you're just so talented and wonderfully cute and precious, and your music speaks for <laughs> itself. But we have some connections in other ways as well. But let me just get started by you telling everybody about this journey that got you to where you are at 21, playing great big venues, opening for some phenomenal people like Pat Green, Cody Canada, just a, a plethora of, of really good artists. Um, you, you were raised in um, Western Colorado, but you got yourself to Texas as soon as you could. So let's talk about what it was like growing up in the household that you grew up in and uh, how supportive your family is on this journey. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, first of all, going back to the name thing, you tell your granddaughter that she's a cool cat because there's not very many, there's not very many girls named Remy. So, I'll, I'll do it. Um, okay. But anyway, yeah. So I grew up in Western Colorado, actually a place called Pea Green. And uh, I say that on stage and people are like, you made that up. And I'm like, I promise I didn't make it up. It's Pea Green, Green, like P-E-A Green or... Yes, okay. like P-E-A. All right. Yep. Uh, I'm just wondering if everybody there is <laughs> peeing green or what. <laughs> no, we have a, we do have a joke. I have a pin actually on a guitar strap that says I'm a pee greener. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so Western Colorado, greatest place on earth in my opinion, but obviously I'm biased. And uh, yeah, so I, I taught myself how to play the guitar at, at about um, 17 and a fellow Colorado artist um, who is now my, my I'm dating his son. Now his son is my boyfriend. But um, before that, he invited me to open up for his band in Western Colorado, which is actually the same venue that I opened for Sony and opened for Cody. And what venue is that? Um, it's called Warehouse 2565. It's, it's killer, man. It's awesome. It's where I cut my teeth. It's where I got started on, on everything. Um, but I opened for him. And they asked me back and I just never stopped. I just taught my health, myself how to play the guitar and just kept on going. Well, so when did you, when, starting out, were, were you writing material right off the bat or were you doing covers and trying to get hone your craft and then you started writing? How did all that transpire? So actually, I originally played the ukulele when I was about um, 12, 13, 14. And I actually did start writing songs pretty early, which funny enough, classic kind of thing the single that just came out on monday was a song that i started writing before i knew how to play the guitar wow um yeah so so i started that and it was a lot of covers and it's still a lot of covers i love covers you know there's some people that don't that don't love that but i i I love covers you know but uh yeah so a lot of covers when i was really young when i first started at 17 and just kind of started writing and you know you don't have a lot of confidence in yourself when you're that age until somebody comes along and they're like no your songs are actually pretty good you know and you're like wait really so uh 
FC Westcott, the Colorado artist who come and got me started, he came to me. He said, do you want to record an album? Do you have enough songs? And I was like, well, I don't know. I think so. You know, we'll see. <laughs> and uh, so we interviewed with a couple different studios and found Yellow Dog, Yellow Dog Studios in Wimberley. And I said, this is the place that I need to be. So we came down to Wimberley in September of 2021, and I hadn't moved here yet, and recorded the album, and they turned my songs into magic, man. And um, then I moved down here. Well, Yellow Dog definitely has a phenomenal um, history for lots of great artists, and, and the area that you're in, of course, you've got so many seasoned players all around you, and I would imagine just being at that studio was a lesson and um, certainly something to intriguing for a young artist to see and experience oh, yes. because they've recorded some phenomenal players and I've had lots of them on my show. Um, so what was that like in the atmosphere that you were in while you were recording? Was there anybody that came in and hung out or people that you had, you know, had met that you hadn't met before in the scene? So actually, at that point, it was just FC West got me and the studio players and, and Dave, of course. But they do such a good job at Yellow Dog of making one, making you feel comfortable. But it's just such an inspiring space. Yeah. You know, they've got the river, the Blanco River yeah. running right through the back. You know, it's it's in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Um, it's It's just great. And so one thing that I really found awesome was that I, I I mean I'm still a kid you know I'm only 21 now but I was 19 when I was recording and I showed up and they didn't treat me like I was 19 they didn't treat me like oh yeah let's get this kid's music done you know they I, I walked in and I saw Cody's record Cody Canada's records on the wall and Brandon Jenkins and Mike and the Moon Pies and like all these people and they treated me just the same you know they said chick you got some cool music we'd, we'd love we're excited to help you you know so that was instantly I was like I definitely chose the right the right place well uh, it's a fun area I got I'll tell you a funny story if you have a second um I Absolutely. you know I think I told you before the show started that my husband and I owned the guitar sanctuary well the impetus for that was a trip that we took to Wimberley the kids were younger so this we've had the store for 12 years I think now and um the kids okay. were younger obviously my kids are adults now and my husband had this idea to take us to Wimberley for a weekend trip to the river and get a little place down mm -hmm. there. And I was so excited. We all got in the car. We're driving to Wimberley. And he says, why don't we why don't we go down to downtown first and check out one of the restaurants and have lunch? And then we'll go check in. I said, okay. We'll go to the restaurant. We eat and we leave there. And he says, why don't, why don't we go down the road and see what they have here? And we keep going and going. And all of a sudden, there's this little mailbox sitting on the street. And it says something about um, country, hill country guitars, I think, or something. It was a guitar oh, store. Oh, wow. And I look at my husband and I go, oh, now I get it. And now I understand why you chose Wimberley. And we go in there. There was, uh -huh. a there was a Collings guitar that was online that my husband wanted. And we go to the store. We go inside. And so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sitting there going, yeah, well, this is the reason why we came here. Now I get it. Mm -hmm. We go inside. They had sold the guitar and hadn't taken it off of, off of the um, web. And my oh, husband was so no. frustrated that we got back in the car and he said, I'm opening a, I'm an, I'm going to open a guitar store. And it was, 
Oh it my was gosh. like eight months later, the guitar store opened. <laughs> so okay. well, I, that is I, a little bit of Wimberley in there, a little bit of uh, Wimberley in there. And what a beautiful place. I mean, and, and you're oh, living absolutely. in New Braunfels now, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I, well, that's a that's a cool story. That's that's absolutely the genesis of that. Well, congratulations. I know. Isn't that that's funny? Cool. Well, that and along yeah. with his good friend, Andy Timmons, they, they were looking for the... Uh, certain kind of pedal that they used to have in you know 25 years ago and so they've been in search for the the holy grail pedal and that between that mm -hmm. and the guitars that's that was the reason why we opened up the guitar store but that's anyway awesome. i love that area and it is inspiring to be around that around nature like that are you a nature girl do you like being outside and oh gosh yes ma'am i i grew up in the rodeo world my dad rode bucking horses for 28 oh, years oh wow okay just grew up yeah, I just grew up rurally because, I mean, that's how Western Colorado is. When people think of Colorado, they think of Denver and all that stuff. You know, we're on the other side, so we're, it's it's very agricultural. And, yeah, so that's that's just how I grew up. So, yeah, you were raised, you were a ranch hand like girl, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So had a lot of hay in your my... day, had a lot of buckets of oats, well, done a lot of riding. How about you? Did you yeah. barrel race or do anything growing up? Yeah, I grew up grew up doing everything. Um, and I still, you know, I don't have any horses here, but I still, I'll go home and team rope with my dad because he still team ropes and stuff. So yeah, I grew up team roping. And I like to say my mom's side of the family is more the, the ranch side of the family. And my dad's side of the family is the rodeo side of the family because they're two completely they different They are worlds. completely different um, worlds. Yeah. Well, they're but, actually yeah, a lot so of fun. And I, I admire you for that because, um, you know, my husband and I had a ranch for several years. My husband was a jumper. Um, and competed in college okay. um, but we you know we, I've done both and I can tell you it's hard work but it's also very rewarding yes. it's a wonderful thing especially oh, to gosh. have a relationship with an animal like that and and which I've done and um, I, I was able to give that life to my kids somewhat and I, I don't regret it at all it's a wonderful way to Absolutely. grow up it really is well and, and you know what else is is the camaraderie of it because it's it's very the camaraderie of of everyone in in the rodeo world is actually very similar to the music world. Everybody just helps each other out. You you know root each other well, on. Well, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to say, I'm gonna have to interject here. I have found that to be the case for country music, Texas music especially. Um, mm -hmm. Texas artists are the most engaging. They don't have a problem bringing people on stage with them. They are. They actually yes. love that they're helping one another. And it's not the case always in all music. And I will just say that from someone that has been a spectator and involved in it for a lot of years. Right. I love that. Um, the collaboration. I love how many um, Texas artists... And, and now I think Nashville does it a lot because they realize how... Getting there. Yeah, they're there. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah there. they're just want to be Texans. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> yeah. If you we're know, being honest. I mean, yeah. so the bottom line is I love it. And you do it. You you started out doing it really well. And I'm going to I'm going to start out with the song that you did that with, with Cody Canada, yeah. this, this washing machine song. Give me a little bit of a background on it before we play it. So this song, um, it sounds like a silly song because of the title. But you know what? That's. I told my mom, I said, I think I'm going to name it the washing machine song. And she was like, are you sure? <laughs> and I was like, well, it makes you think, right? It makes you go, wait, who would name a song? Yeah. And then you're intrigued. Yeah. But uh, so it's not a silly song, sounds like it, but it's not. It's it's really just about um, having somebody to go through 
the mundane of life with and just getting through life and struggling, you know, and having kids and being broke and, and there's a leak in the ceiling and, you know, so the first words of the song are sitting here watching the washer spin around. And I was 17, quite literally sitting in front of our washing machine and and we had a front load so you can see it spin around, you know, and I was sitting there and I was like, "Mm, I need to write a song. I'm gonna write a song. So that's the first, that's the first couple words of the song. And then came down to record it. And Dave Percival said, we need uh, some strong male background vocals. So Cody was originally supposed to sing background vocals. And I took it to him and asked him. He said, well, of course, you know, obviously. I was, I was so scared to ask him for a song. I worked for him and I'd been around him so much, but I was so scared. I was like, can you please maybe sing some harmonies on this, you know? He was like, of course, kid. You don't need to be weird about it. Just ask me. So I asked him and he said, yeah. And then eventually I was like, why don't you just take that whole that whole second verse? You know, he said, you got it. So now it turned into a duet, which I'm so lucky How, I mean, to yeah, have, and that's you know? pretty tremendous, Henny, right out of the shoot to do a song with someone that you admired and yeah. had opened for on a gig at one point. So, and right. now you're working with well, him, and, and we'll talk about that when we come back, because I know about his school. It's a wonderful thing. We have one as well, and I, th- I think it's beautiful when you impart your um, talent into other people's lives and help them you know, hone their gift, too. So we'll talk about that when we absolutely. come back. But right now, I want to play the Washing Machine song with my guest, Remy May and Cody Canada, who I love and admire. And uh, we'll be right back to talk some more about her wonderful uh, journey through music, and it's exciting. To see, I'm, I'm get to be at the at the beginning stages of something great here, Remy, and I'm so excited about it. You're listening oh. to Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, Maylee Thomas. We'll be right back. Oh, 
Well, here we are back with Remy May. Remy, let's talk about the school that you're teaching um, at with Cody Canada. I know that uh, he spurred you to come to Texas maybe earlier than you would have been able to because he basically said, come on down. I got a job for you. I play, you know, you can come to this area and we'll get you going. Um, I know that had to help a little bit because everybody's always wondering how they're going to yeah. make ends meet, you know, when they move to a new area, especially as young as you were. Let's talk about that and, and what it's meant to well, you yes. to be a part of something like that. Well, absolutely. So that's actually kind of a funny story too, because I, I opened for him and my mother uh, let him know that I was going to move down here. And he said, so he came up to me. He said, well, do you have a job lined up? And I said, uh, no. Um, <laughs> he said, well, do you want a job? I said, uh, yes, please. Um, and it, it worked out. I got down here shortly after I got down here. I, I started working there and the hat shop in green, actually, which was really cool and started and just kind of threw myself in there, started teaching lessons, vocal lessons and guitar lessons um, and doing some some front desk stuff as well, some scheduling. But yeah, to to teach kids, to be able to be a kid myself, like I said, it still feels like I'm a you kid. Are. You are. Know? Um, yeah, to, to be 21 um, and to be able to teach kids like that, it's like you said, it is, it's so rewarding. And I specifically teach, you know, I give private lessons to all ages, but I've got this younger age group they're called rookies which is five to seven year olds um so that's the class that i teach and they're so inquisitive and they're just they ask these questions and you're like you're five years old how did you think of that i've never thought of that you know and it's just it is so rewarding and you learn so much i mean not just in music but when you teach something someone no matter what subject it is you're learning from sure and 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 that's how it's been. I've I've learned so much since I've been here. The year and a half that I've been here. Well, and it it, it keeps you thinking and on your toes about what um, goes on in this next generation and the generations to come. I I also believe that kids are a lot more apt to open up to to a younger person. And we've we yeah. you know we're very big on finding um, teachers that can connect to these age groups. You know, I mean, there's nothing like the old story of the kids that their mom made them take music lessons from the grandma down the street. Now, no offense yeah. to the grandma down the street. I think it's wonderful. But you want them to look forward to going, right? And not like... Absolutely. Oh, you know? and, well, and it's so far apart. You know, when you have that many generations apart, um I don't know. I just think it's a lot. You you get a lot more out of these young kids when they can look up to someone that they see doing something that they want to do, and they're still Absolutely. young enough to be able to inspire inspire them. Right? Don't you yeah. see that? Well, and. Yes, absolutely. Well, and the coolest part about the School of Rock specifically, specifically New Braunfels School of Rock, is that every single, uh, well, almost every single instructor, like myself, is a touring musician. Yes. So parents come in, you know, and and they know that who's teaching their kid is someone who has actual life experience, you know, and yep. and that's not the only thing we do. So then they, they listen to our music and they follow us on the social media and stuff and and we build that connection with the families and they're like, thank you so much for teaching my kid. It's so cool for them to be eight years old and to see you on stage, you know? 
So it's that's what's cool. About well, it. that's why when we started our school, we started it right off the bat, and it's the Guitar Sanctuary Performance Academy. We've got 19 teachers, and they're all working musicians. Now, some of them, oh, um, some of them are uh, worship leaders in a church. Some of them tour in bands. Some of them um, are uh, they they write music for other people. They you know they uh, can't think of the word, but you know what I mean. Um, yep. <laughs> and and so. It, they they are all people that have found a way to turn this craft into a monetary thing. And not everybody's right. going to be the next, you know, Miley Cyrus or whatever these kids are, you know, hoping to be. We have so much pressure now with social media about everybody trying to get their likes out and their face out there. And I just want to grab them and bring pull them in and say, hey, there's so much more to life than that. And um, yes, I don't know, my you know, me personally, I love my anonymity. I love that I can still, I mean, I, and, and, you know, because my husband being the mayor and because of the area that we live in, we are kind of the big fish in a little, little lake. I mean, I go places and a lot of people do notice me, but I'm not, I don't have an entourage of cameras coming after me. I don't have people trying to find me doing something dumb right. and splashing it out there because believe me i could be the easiest target out there i mean seriously (laughs) i am the hippie chick crazy woman that everybody goes oh my god that's i i see it i know it i i can see him when i walk by that's the mayor's wife can you believe it (laughs) you know because i'm a a, a crazy girl i still you know i still shop in the kids department and i wear i wear feathers in my hair and braids and funky clothes and i never left the 70s i still i mean i wear bell bottoms practically every day in fact Saturday night I went to a party I didn't even realize that it was it was a friend of mine's sister's birthday party and I didn't realize that it had a a theme and it was a 70s theme didn't didn't even know I just came from another event to you know pay my respects to my friend and her sister and this guy came up because that is the best 70s outfit I've seen yet and my girlfriend goes this is her regular clothing what are you talking about (laughs) she wears this every day Yeah. You know what, Maylee? I think I think we might be kinder spirits. <laughs> so, well, I can just tell you this. I believe in being authentic. And I love that about what I see in some of these artists and and you as well. And I've re- I've listened to it. Read I did a little bit of homework and I listened to another interview that you did. And I love the fact that you are not afraid to just put out there who you are, what you are, and you're not going to let somebody else create something that you're not and i mean i've seen it uh i've I've talked to some of these people you know these uh, don't get me wrong i know that's been a really good it's a a really good catalyst for a lot of artists but they go on these the shows you know the voice and the the this kind of stuff and it's great it's it's great exposure but a lot of times they try to hone them into a to create a sound or whatever and yeah right and i and it's it's, it's sad because they lose themselves in what they think they're supposed to be instead of just being authentic Absolutely. to who they are. Yeah. And so I love that well, you started you- writing early on. You're voicing your opinion. You're voicing your feelings. I think it's a wonderful thing. And you're doing such a great job of it, Remy. That's why I wanted to know when did you start writing? Because um, listening to the lyrics, I think you told me. That you were one of those kids very early on that actually listened to the lyrics more than you paid attention to the music. 
Yes, yes, always, 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 always. Um, and even now, I, I consider myself more of a, a vocalist, a lyricist, more than a musician, you know, um, and that could change one day. But but yeah, so that that's what's special. And about the authenticity thing, I completely agree with that. And if I had a dime for every time someone asked me, well, why did you go on The Voice? Why didn't you go on American Idol? You know, every singer probably, you know, and especially being a young girl, that just seems to be what people have in their, their mind. They're like, well, how else are you going to make it if you don't do that, you know? And I just try to explain, you know, well, I – or, or coming here and they're like, well, why don't you go to Nashville instead? Because they don't quite understand. And I, I just try to explain, you know, this is the place that I need to be. I came down here to be around like-minded people and authentic people and people who are about their craft and about um, getting out what they actually want to say through, through music and through their art, you know. And, and not just music, actual art, you know, physical art and poetry and all kinds of stuff. And I think Nashville, I mean, I, do, I don't want to dog on Nashville, but Nashville is where you go to to make it, you know, go, go to Nashville, make it big. Um, you know, it'd be great if I could one day get famous and, and make some money, you know, um, and have a big old house and whatever. But that's that's not what it's it's about. And I and I really mean this. It's my whole life. I've had such a hard time articulating and verbalizing what I actually mean. And music is a way that I've found to do that. And if I can just be able to do that for the rest of my life and feel like I'm actually articulating what I want to say, you know, then then I'm good. And if people enjoy it and if people like it, well, you then know what, kiddo, we is- are like-minded because you're speaking exactly what I say to people. And I've been doing this for a long time. And I have people, I had one of my friends from um, college come up to me last weekend after a show and said, you know, Maylee, I, I I really wish I would have gotten more involved in your craft and taken you places and made you a big star. Aww. And I, I just looked at him and I said, I love my life. I said, I am, I've raised four ch- children. They're all, you know, they're all adults now. I had that wonderful um, ability to do what I do and still have a family. I said, I have a wonderful husband that plays guitar. I, that's how we met. I hired him to be my guitar player 32 years ago. Aww. And we've been together ever since playing music. I said, we've accomplished so many things. We've started a nonprofit together that helps uh, women and children. We've been in our 30th year of that. We we wow. play music as often as we really want to, to be honest. I, I had Clarence Clemens in my band, and I saw that you were a Bruce Springsteen fan. Clarence Clemens played in my band for yeah. uh, on and off for about 18 years before he passed away. Um, I have had some incredible meetings with, um, you know, I had Bonnie Raitt. I opened for Bonnie Raitt and had oh, her come God. out to me and sign my guitar while I was nine months pregnant because she said, I heard your booming voice and I had to meet you. So I've had enough affirmation to know that I'm a pretty decent singer. I know that. And I know that, right. um, you know, had I made that switch and not done the the life thing that I've done I could have sold my soul to probably going to Nashville and doing that you know I don't know but honestly I love my life and I'm still playing right. music and you know I I I I've played for I played overseas some I'd still like to do that again now that I my kids are grown 
Um, I've played in front of 70,000 people, I think was probably the biggest crowd I played in front of. And honestly, I sing the same for 100 as I do the 70,000. I I yeah. do. I, I give as much to those people as um, I would a big crowd. So what's the difference? And right. I, I really am... I, I'm moved by what you just said because a lot of young artists, they keep saying, well, when I, when I no, yeah. just be yourself and give everybody that person that you really are every time you get on that stage. Or even if you're yeah. in a club or doing a house concert, just be real and be authentic to who you have been created to be and play and sing about and it'll be so rewarding, Remy, and you'll live a life that's full and wonderful because the reality is we all exit this earth and all we have is the people that we connected with. It's all about yes, relationship. And you're already yes, doing that. And you're doing it in a beautiful way because you're teaching young ch children that are going to remember their teacher, Remy May. I remember the teachers that I had when I was young that inspired me. Oh, yeah. I think about that a lot. I think about how I remember, yeah, how I remember who I had. And I'm like, well, just one thing that I could say could could affect this kid for forever, yes. you know? Yes. So, yeah. It's, and so no, I really appreciate that advice. Well, yeah. it's it's just be yourself, honey. And I can already tell you have you're so grounded. I I feel like you and I are going to be friends. I think I think I'm, I'm yes, I feel like I'm going to watch you grow and and I'm going to and I, I don't mean grow because I think you're immature at all. But I mean just mean just from playing and Music. and being able to be a part of this scene for a lot of years. And well, I I got to talk about this next song because. The guitar work on this song is just tremendous and your <laughs> vocals and the way you growl and, and get into this song is just incredibly cool. Um, it's very, I don't know, it just grabbed me and it's called August Nights. I want to hear how what, what inspired you about it and uh, and then we're going to play it. Yeah, so... So August nights, which when you were just talking about me singing it, I actually, I just got goosebumps just thinking about it because this, you know, the way I sing and the, and the way that everybody should sing, I, in my opinion, is you've got something coming out of you, you know, something, you've just got this passion coming out of you and you can't, you can't hold that back, you know, and uh, don't water yourself down. And, and that's what's one of my biggest things with this song is because I, I just love it so much and I love it what. I love what Yellow Dog made it into. Yeah. You know, because okay. I just had basic chords and lyrics, you know, and I had this idea of of what I wanted it to be, but they really just turned the song into magic. So what you're talking about is yeah, the the intro, the guitar intro and the solos. Oh Dave Percival and FC Westcott. Yes, that is you know, it's a good sign when you can listen to one of your songs and, and know that even if it wasn't your song, you would like it and listen to it, yeah. you know, yeah. um, because that's how I am with this song. Well, but yes. So August it's night. wonderful. You guys are going to love it. And you're just going to, it'll blow your mind that this is a 21 year old kid. And I'm going to say kid because you are in my world, you're still a kid, but um, I am, I'm so excited about your journey, honey. And we'll come back. We'll talk about where you're going to be. And then I'm going to do a double shot of two songs that I just absolutely love on this EP that you released um, out of yellow dog studios with a lot of great artists. And we'll add that to the list 
on the next round too. You have another wonderful artist that joined you on a song. But right now, we're going to play August Nights right here on Texas Homegrown Music with my guest, Remy May. We'll be right back.
Well, I know you guys are super impressed with this girl <laughs> because she is a powerhouse vocalist, and I, I can't wait to see you live, honey. I really look forward to it. So, oh, and speaking you. of seeing you live, tell me some things you've got coming up that people could actually see you on. Yeah, well, actually, I just spent this this last weekend with my parents down here from Colorado. We were in uh, Comanche and Uvalde and Canyon Lake, but we were busy. Um, I will be in, actually, at Riley's Tavern, July 14th, full band. So that's a good one to come to. You can get merch, you know, some signed stuff. I got CDs. Where's goodies, Riley's Tavern at? What, what town is that in? So Riley's Tavern is in New Braunfels. Okay. It's, it's a little bit of a... Where you are. It's a historic place. Yeah. Okay. New Braunfels. And then I will be in Austin, July 21st. Um, I'm kind of all over the place. You can go to my website. It's just remymay.com, which is... R-E-M-I-M-A-E dot com and then you can go to the shows tab and, and uh, Check you can it actually out. get reminders yeah you can get reminders as well but I'm actually going to back to Colorado for around the 4th of July to do a little mini tour there okay. to go home cool. but, yeah. So, and are you on bands in town? are you familiar with that? yes okay good mm-hmm. that's always yep. a fun place because I know for me traveling with people and friends I always tell them hey Get on there and find out if, you know, or, or follow oh, yeah. your, you know, get on bands in town, follow your um, favorites, and then it'll let you know when you're in an area if they're going to be around. It's a really great place, yeah. a great platform. I really like it a lot. Well, I, I've, I've just got to tell you, I'm so in love with your songs, especially, um, you know, your ballad Roll On. But I'm going to play classic kind of thing because that's it. what you just released as a single with Sonny Sweeney. How cool is that? You got her to come yeah. and sing a song. I mean, girl, yes. right out of the right out of the shoot, you've got two you really seasoned, great Texas artists play, singing with you on your EP. And you guys, if you're not familiar with it, go download it. Go, go get it off of your whatever platform you get music on. Um... And, uh, and and download it because she's got some great stuff on there. But we're going to play classic kind of thing. How fun was that doing that with Sunny? Yeah, well, it was great. I tell you what, May, I am one of the luckiest people I have ever met. You're right to have these two, <laughs> two artists. But actually, I opened for her in Colorado as well when I was 17 or 18 and kind of struck a friendship and then came down here and I said, hey, chick, you want to you wanna sing background vocals on this? And she said, of course, darling, or whatever yeah. she called me, honey, or something, you know. But, uh, yeah, and she wouldn't even let me pay her. So. Well, that's a wonderful, beautiful person right there. She she yes. recognized this, the sweetness that you have. And then after that, I want you guys to listen. I'm going to do a back-to-back uh, classic kind of thing with Sunny Sweeney, but then roll on a, a ballad that she wrote that I love. And, um, you know, again, I know you said that, it, that lyrics are important to you, and I think it's really cool that you wrote this song about um, rolling on. You want to give me a little bit of background on that, where you got that from? Yeah, roll on. Actually, that's another one that I started writing before I um, before I learned to play the guitar. And I had this little this little picking pattern on the ukulele. And uh, I just remember being like 16, sitting in my my music room, uh, just wanted to write a song about a female's um, quote unquote perfect perfect partner. You know, perf- a perfect guy, the perfect man. You know, and so talks about. Um, Kind of a bad dude, but a cool hand loop kind of thing, okay. you know, so yeah, it's... Well, there yeah. you go. Roll on right here on Texas Homegrown Music with Remy May. So we got a double shot. 
Darlin, thank you so much for taking the time to do this talk show with me and let us share your music across the airwaves to people that may not have heard of you, but they're going to because you've got something going on that's really special. And more than just your music, you're just a sweet human being. And I just admire you so much, honey, for coming out in this, you know, in, in today's world and not having this attitude of me, me, me. It's it's I can just tell you're you're really more about the relational thing that I think life is all about. So I can't wait to get to know you better right here on Texas Homegrown Music. We'll be right back. But right now we're going to play classic kind of thing with the Remy May and Sonny Sweeney and roll on with the Remy May. We had plans to go out on the town to go out dancing and find a new sound. Showed up, I had the records playing One look from you and I know we're staying in Cause it was blue eyes crying in the rain And that vinyl feel burning like a flame A sound, a song It's a timeless, timeless thing It's a verse Kind of thing I love It's a class 
can't wait to see her in person and uh, give her a big hug and also to see her perform. She's just an infectious young artist that I can't believe is writing songs like that and collaborated with people like Sunny Sweeney and, um, and Cody Canada already. She's just made herself available, which I love, and she's going to... She's going to really make it here in Texas, uh, make a big name for herself. And, of course, you know, I love her name, Remy May. So you guys check her out. Be sure to support live music. It's so important. That's the livelihood for most of these artists. And that's how they put food on the table is by you guys going out and buying tickets and supporting their shows and um, all of these different clubs and venues and festivals. So please, please. That's the reason I have this show is to really help these artists get their name out there and to make a little money so they can so they can keep doing uh, and playing music as a, for a living. So I'm going to close the show today with Pike and Sutton because I've got Patrice Pike coming to the sanctuary on July 22nd. But along with her, we've got so many shows that we're supporting. Of course, Texas Flood and myself will be at our, our venue on June 30th. We've got Monty Montgomery coming, Patrice Pike, Andy Timmons birthday band birthday bash <laughs> birthday bash band probably. We've got Greg Howell coming, John Waite. Beetle Gras. If you guys like Beetle, if you guys like bluegrass music and you like Beatles songs, this is a show to see, and you don't want to miss it. I've got Songbird Jones opening up that show. Then we've got Pat Travers Band coming out, and I've got Madam Radar coming to the sanctuary out of Austin, Texas. What an incredible band they are! I saw them at the Kessler, and we've got them coming to the sanctuary on September 29th. So lots of stuff coming up at our venue right here in McKinney, Texas. So check it out. I just want to say thanks to my sponsors for making this possible every week. The Qatar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and of course, Burr's Injury Law for supporting live music. We're going to say bye now until next week. This is Maylee Thomas with Texas Homegrown Music. Let the music get you high. Peace out, everybody. i